0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. This is episode number 79, and I am your host, Jeremy Demerchant. It's my pleasure to be with you today. Today, actually, um, if we're going to look at the date on the calendar where I'm not supposed to share, because obviously this is going to be evergreen content, uh, but we're recording live on January the 6th, 2021, and that means that we have made it out of the year that shall not be named And into a whole new year, and although it will not be without its challenges, I'm sure, and things don't go away just because the ball dropped and the clock struck midnight, we have an opportunity to look at things a little differently. And I want to have this episode be that starting point for you if you haven't already started thinking that way. And so the thought process I want to kind of plant the seed for with you is that no matter what's going on, you're increasing your sales. You want to get better at sales as a sales rep. You want to build up your sales team as a manager. You want to build out your whole sales force and your sales process as a CEO. I want you to look at each component of your business or your process or the things that you do, your habits day in and day out as problems you need to solve. Okay. As, as anywhere that is not perfect right now. So for example, um, one challenge that I've had in my business is being able to deliver something on a scaled, in a scaled way. And so that's a problem that I have. It's not a bad problem. It means that I've got people wanting to invest in my services, but I haven't figured out how to maximize, or at least at that point, hadn't figured out how to maximize uh, my delivery side of it so that I can serve you know, a dozen people or hundreds of people versus a, few, a couple at a time. So that's a better quality problem right now in your business in your sales process in your sales habits there are things that aren't where you want them to be and that's okay but i don't want you to focus on getting rid of problems one of the challenges that a lot of people face is they get to a certain stage in their business or in their sales impact the commission they can earn and they they think this once this one thing is solved this one thing is going to change it all and after that it's going to be smooth sailing And it's not. I want to challenge you to think about your business, your sales process, your sales strategy, your habits, uh, your behavior, your schedule as a sales professional. Think about everything that's not perfect in your eyes as a problem that you want to solve, but not that afterwards it's the promised land, it's smooth sailing. It's you're moving to a better quality of problem. So for example, when somebody starts out in business, typically they've got more time than money unless they've planned and had savings. But let's just say you've got more time than money. Great. So your biggest problem is that you need to learn things and do a lot of things yourself. Then as you start doing them and you start generating revenue, maybe you've shifted to where you've got more money than time. Then the new level of problem is you need to go hire somebody to free up some of your time. It's a better quality problem. And so when you're assessing your business, when you're focusing on the things that aren't working right now, I challenge you to not think about how you're going to solve the problem, but how you can move that area of the business, of the sales process of your schedule, how you can move them to better quality problems. Because the moment that you decide that problems aren't something that you need to overcome, but simply stages that you need to progress through. And that's the journey. Okay, The end game's not, hey, I want to hit 10K a month in sales commission. The journey's not, I want to get my, my business to a million dollars. Okay, That's a destination that you've got in your mind. You think, oh my gosh, when I'm there, everything's going to be smooth sailing, but it's not. You will have a better quality problem. Right, through one of my clients, I deal with people that have huge tax bills because they made a pile of money. That's a better quality problem. Right? Would you rather not be able to pay the rent or struggle to have enough saved to pay the tax bill because you made too much in in revenue? Right? Better quality problem. Not to say it's uh a you know an easier problem to deal with. It's not, it's just a better quality problem. Because you're going through this evolution of business challenges or business problems. So uh, today I want to keep it short and sweet, but I want you to focus on how do you get the next, sta- next uh, to the next stage of problems. There is no magical pill. There's no secret formula that's going to get you all the way to this promised land, to, to the smooth sailing, to the downhill slide. You know, there's just a better quality of problem waiting for you. So if if you're in a stage in your business right now, and maybe you've had to completely pivot things uh, because of the environment that we're in. Maybe you had to shift gears. Maybe you still are in a place where you can't go door to door, or deal face to face in certain circumstances. You need to do things more online. Maybe your office has gone from in an office building to in your basement or your spare room. Great. Now we need to focus on what is the next level of problems in that scenario. And if you monitor things, and in this case, I don't want you to think about problems as a negative thing. It's just a stage. This is the stage you're at. Now, you start off in your business, your stage is probably, how do I generate revenue? That's the stage of problems you're at. Then it's, okay, I've started to make some sales. How do I deliver on the sales that I've made? If you haven't thought about that first. And then you go into the skill. You're making the money, then you realize you've got more money than time. So you start exchanging your money for someone else's time so that you can have more of your own for free. Okay. Different stage of problem, better quality of problem. And it continues and on and on. How do you expand your team? How do you take yourself out of the mix? And this scaling conversation when it comes to growing businesses is is a very major one, especially right now where everybody or most people anyway are working remotely it's provided some challenges, but it's opened up a lot of doors for people as well, because now it's normal to meet with your financial advisor over zoom. It's normal to meet with your personal trainer over zoom or FaceTime or whatever things have normal, like what's been going on has normalized remote work, which is wonderful because you no longer have to depend on what's available for jobs or for sales gigs or uh, for you know additional team members in your city. You can literally get the best of the best on your team. And you can go work for the best of the best from the comfort of your own home. But with each decision, each piece that comes into play, whether it's you're the sales rep looking for your next sales gig or you're the CEO looking for your next sales rep, Now that we're working remotely, there's another level of challenges, right? How do you enhance the communication? How do you make it feel like you are in person? How do you balance out the fact that most people are tempted to go and, you know, maybe not do their dishes, but, you know, there's things around the house that can be distractions. How do you help your team as a CEO or as a sales manager, or how do you help yourself as a sales rep? How do you help yourself to maximize your time, to maximize your impact? What can you do in your schedule? Hey, you got your dream gig. You're making great money as a sales rep, but you want to increase your income. Well, then you got to get more effective. Let's say the leads are rolling in, but you've only got so many hours in the day. That's a good quality problem. How do you solve it? How do you get to the next stage of problems? Well, maybe, one, you, sch- you move your schedule around so that you are doing the most high value activities at your peak point in energy. And maybe when you hit a brick wall at whatever time of the day that you you do hit your brick wall or start to fade or need a break, maybe there's another activity you can do. And of course, for sales and follow-up, you want to make sure that as much as you can, keep your ideal calling time open so you can do outreach to people based on who you're serving, right? Maybe it's in the evening um, if you need to get people when they're home from work. Maybe it's during the day if you're dealing with people uh, that are, you know, based at the office, although that's probably at home now as well. Focus on what the next level of quality problems are. Because once you have these things figured out, and you can maximize that time, then it's okay, how do I get even more efficient, right? So for example, one thing that I've helped a lot of clients do is, how do I implement a CRM? to manage all the leads because we've got leads they are sitting in spreadsheets. uh, People are missing follow-up. Great. Let's build out a CRM to keep track of things. Great. Well, how can I make calling faster because I want to reach X number of calls a day, uh, but it's a pain because I'm dialing all these numbers. And uh, then you can have a CRM that's got a built-in dialer that has built-in texting, right? Keep it all in one place. And the other advantage to that is you get the whole conversation, um, even recorded calls all in one spot. So you don't miss anything. Emails, texts, call recordings, all right there. So then you're at an, you know, so once you've maximized the effectiveness of a single rep, then expand, right? How do you expand that? And, And from the rep's perspective, how can you increase your volume? Or... Depending on what you're selling, can you partner with somebody that's less experienced, and maybe have it so that you're focusing on a you know maybe the final closing call where they're working on some initial part of the state of the process. Maybe someone else you're working with is better at uh, booking appointments, and you're better at closing them. And you want to partner up. Obviously, clear this with your managers because it's kind of a strategic decision. But there's lots of different ways that you can maximize your time. Another part for closers or for sales reps in general is. If there's some form of sales admin that you can bring in that can help, the highest and best use of your time is having those conversations. If you, the, the dream scenario, and I want to just kind of put this out there for everybody watching and see if we've got some people live. So thank you for checking this out live. If you're listening to the replay or listening to the podcast, thank you as well. This is the dream. The dream scenario for a great, and I will say a great closer but even a great salesperson uh, that might have more than one role in the mix. The value is helping people make the decision. That's what you do. Now, some things are required for that. You might, you need to have uh, somebody in front of you, hopefully that has some kind of interest or awareness of what you do. But then the other process is there's an administrative piece. There's chasing after the paperwork. Uh, You know, we just ended off the year with one of my clients and had a phenomenal end of year. But there was a lot of time spent um, chasing documentation and, and it's mainly streamlined. Like a lot of it is very streamlined, but there's still some pieces where it's, Hey, follow up to make sure this came in. Hey, what are we waiting on on this one? And there's some back and forth. And if you can take that part off your plate and have somebody whose role it is to, to do that. Okay. And I see a lot of financial advisors do this, right? They know that they like their highest and best use of their time is meeting with clients, helping them solve the problems. They say, Great. Uh, Send an email to whoever in my office or send this document to whoever in my office or stop by my office and -and so-and-so will get you to sign the paperwork, right? Have somebody else take care of that so you can focus all your time on being in those conversations. You need to be at the point where decisions are made and train your team. Like if, If you've got a sales administrative person that has to deal directly with clients, you make sure that if there's any doubt or hesitation or questions... And it's not something simple like that. They can just kind of um, speak too quickly that they get that person back on a call with you. Okay. Super, super vital, but this allows you to take the administration off your plate, have somebody else do it. Like there was uh for, for a long time with some clients, if I was actually doing some sales, cause often um, if there's a new campaign, I want to test out and hear the calls. So sometimes when I'll jump on the calls and do them, and the calls were booked, I would actually would have somebody on my team, my own, we'll call them sales admin, um, log in and send out the reminder emails and send out the reminder texts um, in scenarios where they weren't yet automated. Okay, because we want to build that relationship, build those reminders. And that meant that I didn't have to think about it. I could focus on whatever conversation was in front of me and, and take it from there. Okay, so that's sort of the dream scenario to be in. But as a sales rep, I want to encourage you to think about how you can create that for yourself, especially if you're commission-based. Then for you, you might be, you know, especially if you're contracted and not an employee, if you're contracted, I would hire somebody to do that sales administration piece. And that the clients that you're closing for, the people whose teams you're on, let them know that part of hiring you is that they get your team, And that, and and you just have all this stuff taken care of. You need to make sure they're trained really well. You might need to bring them in to be trained by the company, but if you can do it and all your time is spent closing, you're going to, you're going to be a lot more effective and generate a lot more revenue for the company and more income for yourself. And it's going to be because you were willing to set aside a few dollars to pay somebody who is responsible for these other key pieces, the follow-up on the paperwork, making sure things get signed, uh, make sure the deal comes through. Okay. Uh, proposals that need to be created is a great example. You don't want to be the one actually creating the proposals if you can help it. Get to that point where you can afford to hire someone to support you in that so that you're just having the conversation. You say, hey, I'll have, insert your you know sales admin's name, uh, put that proposal together for you and get it sent off for you, okay? That's how you maximize your time. So that's the scenario of how to raise yourself to new levels of problems as a sales rep, right? One, how do I get more organized? Great. I want to use a CRM instead of a spreadsheet. Two, how do I uh, make it so I can make more dials? Well, let's have a one-click dial through the CRM um, and texting built in as well. Great. How do I spend more time on calls because I got leads I'm not getting to? Um, have a sales admin help you with the administration part. Maybe you've got someone in that um, calls on your behalf that does that outreach. If there's that cold outreach that you might need to do where you're following up on leads, but you know that your best ta- best use of your time is in the conversation and not um, in the chasing part, maybe you bring someone else on just to do that part. And yeah, you're going to pay them, but it'll be worth it in the end if you're really maximizing that free time you get. Okay, so same goes for managers, uh, CEOs, everybody in the mix. No matter what stage of business you're at, no matter what stage of sales you're at, the next challenge you're focusing on, it's not going to, suddenly make everything perfect after you solve it. You're just moving to a higher level, a better quality of problem. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. And I hope that looking at it this way helps shift this one thing for you. And that one thing is that often we get really excited. Hey, I'm going to get this one thing. I'm going to have my first 10K month and the world's going to be better and all my problems will go away. I promise you there's going to be a new level of problem that'll come up. And if you can be prepared for that, then you're gonna be in a lot better situation. Okay, you get your first 10K a month great. Now you gotta do it again. Was it from something consistent that you can repeat, or was it because all the work that you've done for the past ninety days finally all clicked at the same time? Okay. If it's your if it's a 10K a month built on the work you did for 90 days, know that you can't let your foot off the gas if you want it to be consistent. So part of being clear about the better quality problems that you want is being clear on where you're at. A 10 K a month doesn't mean you make 10 K a month, a 10 K a month. And I use that example because I know a lot of sales professionals just want to get there. That's their, their kind of their success line. "Ah, I'm at 10 K a month and there. I've made it. And when I help people build comp plans, that's what we target. One of my rules in building comp plans is show your team, your reps, a clear path to a 10K k month. So if you're that rep and you did hit that 10K k month, is it something sustainable? Can you continue going at a regular pace to maintain it or do you got to keep hustling? There's nothing wrong if you got to keep hustling, but just be aware of it. Don't slow down when you hit that prize because you haven't created a machine yet that'll run without you. Right? And so that's almost a whole other conversation for another show. Um, And maybe it's a conversation that you and I need to have. If you're a sales rep, uh, you're a sales manager looking to expand your team, you're a CEO that wants to get greater results from your team. Reach out to me, uh, connect with me. There's a a booking link at salesteamrescue.com if you want to chat with me and see if you're ready to grow your sales team. If you've got the pieces in place, it's going to make it ideal for you and I to work together or my team and you to work together. Um, give some of our coaches uh, you know, the opportunity to work with your team and and help improve the sales process that you have, improve the performance of your individual reps, improve the performance of your managers, make sure you've got the right people in those seats, the right people around the table. Because when you have those things in place, your success line just starts to grow, right? You you get rid of most of the ups and downs and ups and downs, because you've got a well-oiled machine in your sales system. And as long as leads are consistent and you're able to make sure that each member of the team is optimizing their results and that comes from their behaviors, from their activities, from their schedule, then you've got a beautiful opportunity for a phenomenal year ahead of you. Okay. So to summarize, Everything that you're looking at right now that you might see as a problem and that you feel like solving is going to make everything simple is not. On the other side of every problem, there's just a better quality problem. Be okay with it. Plan for it. And if you do, don't be afraid to get support in solving those problems and moving you to better quality problems. And if that those quality problems have to do with building a sales team or increasing your sales results, go to salesteamrescue.com, book a call with me. And we will see if we're the right fit to work together. And if not, that's okay too. But if I can help you double your sales in 12 months or less, like I do, it's probably going to make this a pretty good year. Okay, guys, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Sales Team Rescue. Uh, Be sure to check out the replay of this episode and previous episodes and the link directly to the podcast at salesteamrescue.com. And again, if you want to book your Sales Team Readiness Call with yours truly, that link is also at salesteamrescue.com. Thanks so much, guys. Remember, get uncomfortable, get results. And we will see you right here Wednesday afternoon, 2 p.m. Eastern on Headspace TV. Cheers, guys. Oh, and Happy New Year. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.